Now then, guys, welcome to the 15th episode of Sitting on the Fence. Connor, mate. How All good. All good? All good, yeah. Yeah, nothing to uh, moan about today? Nothing to moan about, no. Uh, avoided a trip to uh, Ikea. So, <laughs> yeah, on Saturday, so... Yeah, oh, you, you've fully moved into the annex where we are currently filming the podcast. We're going to be filming every podcast here now, I believe. Um, looking good. You've got your, your cups from Sandown and uh, Donny. Yeah. Yeah, beating Mike Dean, obviously. We've got Frankie Dottori's breeches. Where's that, sorry? There. Oh, yeah, Frankie Dottori's breeches, yeah. Do, do you know which, um, which horse he rode that, that day? Um, I did know, but I couldn't tell you now. I bought them. It was quite expensive. They still were not being washed. Match one. Match one. Match one. <laughs> if I can smell it, it'll probably smell Frankie Tatori. Yeah. Oh, God. Well, just just wait till we're tipping Santa Anita. Yeah, and then... I've also got, if you look at the look behind you, the uh, Steven Gerrard, Luis Suarez sign shirt. We'll get on to football at the end of the podcast, <laughs> which I won't be looking forward to, obviously. You've obviously got your Post Malone um, poster. Yeah, we're sign, about... sign that, mate. Sign, come on. Sign, seal, deliver. We were talking about this a few weeks ago, and... Post Malone would be the dream guest to have on, yeah, wouldn't he? Really good. He would be the dream guest. Obviously, talking about racing, what is his experience with racing. Um, I bet he's got some really unbelievable stories to tell as well. Yeah, I bet it would just be a laugh. Yeah, it would be good. Go on. Wayne Rooney. Talking that about, would be a good Talking one. about like what he did. Like, not about regardless of the football. I mean, John Terry as well. Yeah. That would be Wayne interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Get them two on. Yeah, why not? Um, it's going to be different today. We're going to be tipping. Um, so we've got Kempton coming up. We're going to be tipping um, every race in that one, apart from the bumper at the end. Um, just to get my notes up here. Uh, we've also tipped Riyad. a bit of Riyadh, which is completely different to what we're used to. A bit of bit of the dirt uh, racing, which they would expect us to get a winner there. Um, we've also our first all weather tipping um, of, of the, since the podcast started, uh, which is going to be at Suddle. I've also tipped one at Newcastle as well, which we think might go and win. Um, but looking forward to the weekend. I'm going to be at the football most of the, uh, the day on Saturday, but you're going to be looking forward to Saturday, mate? Yeah, I'm going to be, because I've avoided the Ikea trip, I've to get delivered. So I'm going to be building wardrobes and... Bit of flat pack. All that kind of shit up, so... Yeah, yeah. it's going to be a flat pack day, full of, full of Ikea and racing, I think. But yeah, I'm, I'm going to be at the football... Uh, but, but also keeping um, one eye on the racing as well see if we tip any winners um, right let's just get straight into it then so mm. we'll go with Kempton first of all um, you've tipped every race apart from the last haven't you I think so yeah, uh, yeah pretty sure because I know I've done the same um, let's go on to the racing post on my phone which they've just updated by the way which is brilliant yeah good update makes me wonder why I'm paying for it but yeah, exactly. Basically, you're just paying for the paper now. If you want to, if you're paying for it just for the replays, I would unsubscribe because you can get it for free now, which I was pretty much doing anyways. So it gets me to, it, well, it gets me looking at the replays after if I've not seen a race at, during the week or. It's handy for us when you want to look at a horse last run. Oh, brilliant! Yeah, it makes it a lot easier. It makes things so much easier for us. Um, so right, let's go with the first race, Kempton. It is the Coral Racing Club Handicap Hurdle. Um, it's a class three, and we've just seen David Maxwell in there, the goddamn crook. Uh, he's on Joker de May, which is thirteen to two. But uh, I'll let you go first, Connor, in this one. Um, yeah, I've gone for two in this one. Um, Lord of Cheshire, uh, trying a trip, trying a new trip, up another half mile first race. Probably will suit him actually going up in trip. Only a seven year old, so he's probably ready for it. Um, so yeah. That's the first one. He's in eight runs, one three, 
placed a couple of times. It's currently nine to one. Yeah, nine think. to one. So you can see him going off a lot shorter than that. And the second one, a huge price, west of west of the bridge. Mm-hmm. So he can sort of get like twenty five to one, twenty two. Yeah, I think he's got a decent chance in this. Back up to sort of where he belongs in these sort of staying trips. So yeah, yeah. And um, do you know what? It's I don't know if it's rare that I agree with you. It is um, with tipping wise. Um, I'm gonna go with the same. I think Lord of Cheshire has got a great chance of um, upsetting. Well, I say upsetting. There's not really a favourite at the minute, but uh, if you want a good price on him, nine to one is currently the best you're gonna get at the minute. Uh, this is Thursday, obviously, that we're doing this podcast, so expect it to shorten. But yeah, needs. To just, I think it needs a step up in trip. Yeah. Unlucky last time out. It fell last time out. Um, but yeah, it's seventy. Like you said, seventy year old. Um, Sam Swisson Davis on the mat on the on the. On the, uh, can't think of the word. Just he's, in the he's, saddle. In the saddle. That's the one. I, I had a brain fart then. Um, but I was close to going with West of the Bridge as well. Yeah, I think it's his sort of trip. This. This is his sort of. Yeah. Where, where performs best. I mean, in the pub, we were literally looking about ten minutes, a good 15, 20 minutes at this race, thinking, try and pick a winner out of this. But um, looks like we've gone with the two. I do like um, Fantastic Lady in this race uh, as well. I'm not going to tip it. Um, but there's a reason why Nico Devineville has chosen Fantastic Lady. He's got the first choice of the Henderson horses. Um, I think we were there at Doncaster. Quite disappointing. Um, but hopefully with this trip, um, it should too. It won't surprise you if Samuel Spade won either. You know, mm. Ben Paul and the way he's at the minute. You know, it's nice. Ben Jones on my Yeah. Yeah. So it won't surprise you at all if that went and won. But I can't tell every horse in the race, so I've just gone with the two. Yeah, I've only uh, gone with the one. I've I, gone with I'll, the one. I, when it comes to it on Saturday, I'll probably have um, Lord of Cheshire as a single, and then uh, sorry, Lord of Cheshire maybe in a double, and then Western Ridge as a single. Yeah, we, um, each way with that, I'm guessing. Um, no, I'll probably back him on the nose. So that, I think he's one of them that he ever wins or he doesn't. Yeah. So yeah, I think. Um, yeah. Yeah. Oh, perfect. So we'll we'll move on to the next one if that is the if that's it for the fir- uh, first race. Yeah, I ain't got a tip in this one actually. I do, and I've, you I've like got, this. I've only got one that I, I, it's not a tip. It just probably a, I'd probably want to see him shorten. Do you know what I mean? Mm. I probably if peaking up went to like six to one, I'd probably back him just because a bit of support behind him. But he had the wrong one. I I will tip this peaking up actually. I'm, I'm I, I was saying in the pub I do like this. This horse obviously recently come from Aidan O'Brien's yard. It's now ended up with Gary Moore. Nine to one, brilliant price, I think. Yeah, one. He, he should have probably won on debut, but first time of a hurdles, it's fine. A win's a win in that sort of situation. Yeah. Been on a been a flat arse, bit of retraining, so he, he was a decent decent type at Aidan's actually. He went up to the best I've got, but he's a decent. It was like his second. Yeah. If it was, if, if ever. I think it's third it, string, wasn't he? But yeah, I was going to say second. Like, yeah, he, he probably second, third, third string. Yeah. yeah. Um, but like you said, these big trainers, these second, third string horses always seem to pull up a, a result. I mean, just look at Cargis at uh, Dublin Racing Festival with Willie Mullins. Uh, you need to keep an eye out for these second, He's only a four-year-old as well, you know. Oh, he's so young. It's a four-year-old race, but yeah, he's, he's, the favourite's got every right to be the favourite, but... It's a nice horse as well. I just think we're peaking up for in this race. I'd want to see a prize. Like, as in, a, I want to see him shorten in, and then I know it's not just me thinking that. Mm. I don't think it will be. I think this this 
again, this price will shorten on the day, maybe even tomorrow. It may even go to eight to one, seven to one tomorrow. But um, nine to one, I think, is a very fair price for Peking Opera. Mm. And if you want to, if you feel confident about backing him, each way will be a brilliant bet. Uh, if you want to get a bit of your money back, anyways, if you're that way inclined of betting. Um, but for me, definitely on the nose with this one, nine to one. Um, I think first time over hurdles, like you said, a win's a win. But I think it won very well. Um, but like you said, bit of retraining. Um, I think it ran twenty one days ago. I'm pretty sure. Um, if it, it's going to be, t- it's definitely going to be tough coming up against this Callister Burley, one of Sir Alex Ferguson's, I believe. Um, and yeah, it's it's tough. It's a tough old race this one. But I think nine to one, surely a good price there. Oh, it seems it, yeah. But like I said, I want I want to know that it's not just me thinking it and someone else. You want a bit of confidence uh, yeah, in the market. Yeah, it's not something that after one run I'd be jumping to back. So no. I'm willing to lose a few quid to back him sort of thing. Yeah, and hopefully he's not one of these expensive horses to follow. A bit like a horse in your for, yeah. for example. Um, right, so yeah, move on to the the next one, which is the four, uh, 227 at Kempton, which is the, the Pendle Novices Chase, Grade 2. Um, blow your wad favourite, uh, 72, sorry, time of recording. Um, I feel like I've always got to say it at the time of recording because people that still don't believe our how our prices shorten. Uh, but I'll let you go with the first one. I know you've got a tip in this one. Yeah, mine's um, actually going to be Tamaris. Tamaris? Yeah, he, had, he was decent last year and then he's not really showing it a lot since. So he's coming back to a bit of form. He was 6-1 to one when I was going to tip him and now he's 7-2. to two, So... That, There's your that, confidence. That's changed, you know. So, if it, I'd have to back him now, sort of thing. Because I imagine he'd probably go a favourite. I'd, I'd, I'd yeah. have thought he would anyway. Mm. So, yeah, he's probably going to go and win, I think. Yeah. Um, I've gone with something slightly different. I've gone with, um, I've actually gone with Nicky Henderson's ride here, which is uh, Arclight. Very, very impressive the past few runs I've seen of uh, Arclight. I've, I've backed him just before he was on this winning streak. And very disappointing there. But, after a break, he's come back and won three on the on the bounce. Um, I think this would be a good grade for him as well. Um, good trip. Won't mind the ground at all. It's predicted to be soft at um, Kempton. With I mean, with the rain that we've had today, I know it's different, obviously, down south, three and a half hours away. But um, if they're getting any sort of rain that we've got here, it will definitely be soft. And I think he'll thrive in these softer, uh, softer conditions. Yeah, it's fair enough. You can see why. I just think Tamaris, bit of experience, coming back to a bit of form. Yeah, he'd be my pick, but 72, that'd be close on my limit. I, yeah. w- I wouldn't want to be in a shot. Well, that. mine's been backed in from nines, yeah. nine to one. Um, but it was 92, it's gone back up to six to one. But like I said, it's, I'm not bothered about that sort of um, price change at this stage. If it was on Saturday, maybe I'd have a different opinion about it. But. Um, yeah, I do like Lapatron as well. I think that yeah, ran well last time. Well, ran last well time. last time out. I mean, I think we, uh, we we were doing this podcast by the time of that. I remember seeing one of them coming up on on our races. Uh, won three before that, but nah, I think I like will be my choice mm. uh, for the next one. Uh, oh, for, for this for this ride, sorry. So we move on to the three o'clock, which is the uh, the Dovecot uh, novices hurdle, which is Grade Two again. Um. I do want to mention Panjari here. Um, I think he's got the most experience out of all the horses in Class 1. Uh, grade, uh, obviously a bit of a step up now in uh, Grade 2. 
obviously you can't ignore the Cobden and Nichols duo at the minute unbelievable but I'm actually going to go with um, Willie the Builder in this one I think just the way the horse likes to run on soft ground um, loves the trip uh, you know, I mean yes it has only raced recently at a class 3 class 4 sort of level um, but has got experience in class 1 as well and has I think has done quite well um, and it came fourth uh, last time out in the class one, so uh, I'll take my chances on uh, Willie the Builder on this one. Yeah, I'm going to go with Hellwin, fourteen to one, and it's not going to any problem. With the ground improving, horse nice and consistent. These sort of races when there's not many runs, all you can go off is if he's done any good on the ground. What sort of situation we're in? Two mile, decent, so, well soft ground, but no problem. So yeah, so just think that. For me, fourteen to one, too good price. I think you're hoping Noel Feely has a good day at Kempton tomorrow. He's got some good horses, yeah. He's got some very good horses. Obviously, Love Emma being the best one, I think. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think Panjari's got a, a brilliant. Chance oh yeah, of winning. yeah. He won't mind the ground at all. He won't mind the ground at all. He's obviously had this experience of um, class one um, as well. So maybe it's maybe it's two in a row. Yeah, I'm gonna go for Hellwin. I think. Yeah. Hellwin. I'm gonna go with Will, Willie the Builder here. Fourteen to one just seems too big. So. As we say, we always like to tip big, uh, big odds on this channel. So um, yeah, so we'll move on to the Cole Trophy handicap chase. Um, Phlegmatic is favourite five to one, but like you said, it's it's going to be quite open this one, and there's no clear favourite. Uh, I do like Forward Plan uh, the way it won last time out at, at Doncaster when we were are we, we no, not last time out, but yeah. when last time it won at Doncaster, I had a bit of money on that day. That was that was, that was a good win for me. But I'm going to go with. I think you've gone the same, Elrodotto. Yeah, I've gone the same. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just really like this horse, really do. Um, trusting Cobden with this one, uh, been very consistent as of late. Not found the winning mark yet, um, but obviously it. We know we know all, all about Elrodotto. It's it's won at this class before. Um, consistent is what Got you Cobden. need. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. what you need in this sort of race is consistency. He will, nine, he will definitely yeah. stay on for you. Round about nine, ten to one as well. So good price, consistent. Mm. You get your run for your money. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, I'm happy with that. I mean, is there any sort of horses that tip your fancy in this one? Um, tweed skirt. That that'd be a decent arse. You know, again, won't mind the ground. They're all they're all quite similar. Do you know what I mean? So mm. yeah, I just think. At the prices, Ilwadato is probably the best. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with that. And at nine to one, it's an absolute steal if you want to uh, find yourself a bit of value in the market mm. um, with that one. So, have you got a tip in the? I have, I'm done with Kempton now. I ain't got You're any, done with Kempton. I ain't got anything else, Kempton. Uh, I'm done with Kempton as well. I'll give a, a mention to Queldestine in the next race, which is the the racing super series. Uh, and to get Chase, I'll go with Queldestine. However, I think he's also entered for Chepstow as well. I'm pretty sure. Uh, in that one so I'm not going to I was going to tip him but I'm not going to tip him now just in case that he goes elsewhere um, but the, from the past two runs I think you've got absolutely every bit of confidence back in I, the, the odds haven't come out as of yet so I may look an idiot if he is, <laughs> comes up at 9-4 to four or whatever but um, yeah I just think this horse is one for winning here um, if he goes to Kempton he may go to Chepstow I think he wins either way um, but like I said you don't have to tip in that one do you? No, 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 don't no. have a fancy at all. 
No, I've got nothing. I'm at, I'm at Subble now. That's um, I'm straight into Subble. Yeah, I'm happy with that. Let's go to Subble then. Uh, <laughs> first time back in the all weather, which may go horribly wrong, but in the summer we're going to have to we're going to have to back them out because mm. there'll be uh, no jump racing, um, which is going to be a shame. Uh, to be fair, when jump racing goes, I'm, I I do look forward to the flats, but after a month or two in the flats, I just want the jumps to be back. Oh yeah. Yeah, I just wanted to straight come back. It's I'm a chance to get dressed up and get in your suits, especially. Uh, as soon as I turn turn the flat season after the St. Ledger, I'm I'm straight looking forward to the jump season. I can't wait for it to arrive. Yeah. Oh god. Yeah, I'm completely the same. I'm glad to see, glad to see it come back and then get used to it, and then when it goes, you just, just devastated. Yeah, exactly. Then when we yeah. go, and you just like it's actually a bit refreshing when in summer when you go to like. Market raising and they're still racing. I mean, the summer plate. Well, we went to the Subble, didn't we? And yeah. Just, well, like, the summer plate, and you see all the people. Like, so many people go to market raisings at me. Obviously, mainly people in Lincolnshire, I'm sure. But and it's like, mm. and it's hot, and it feels it feels a bit wrong because it's so hot. Yeah. It's like middle of July, so hot, and you just think, but you think, God, I can't wait for the jump season to pack. Yeah. You get is that that little um, respite? Yeah, in the, in the, oh, in the flat season. That meeting, I think I like it so well. It's a good meeting for one, but I like it so much because it reminds you of what you actually want to be watching. Exactly, yeah. Um, right, we're going to have to do it then, aren't we? So, all weather is not our game at all. We're more, we are so, obviously, we've just talked about it, we love our jumps, but when it comes to all weather, we're not the best, are we? Um, I no, mean, I've still, no. we've, still, we've still had plenty of winners, don't get me wrong, but. We're not as confident as, no, no, as dipping these, so no. just take these with uh, with caution if you are having a bet. Um, I'm going to go with, in the first race, the two, 245, which is the Heaver Sprint Stakes. Uh, I'm going to go with a bit of Thunder Bear. Thunder Bear. Uh, 10 to 1. I'm trying to find a good price here. Um, Favourite is Clarendon House at 11 to, 11 to 10, which is almost odds on. Um, Thunder Bear, now. <sighs> Class 1 win uh, at Newbury. Um, which makes me, it, it, I mean, I don't have any, I don't have a clue. <laughs> to be honest, like I just like the look of the horse. To be honest, um, but it's 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 one before at that class on heavy ground, and at the same distance. So, I mean, to be fair, like you said at the pub, the Suvall five furlongs is the shortest five furlongs in the in the country. No, one of them, yeah. Yeah, it feels like a four furlong sprint. Yeah. Um, so it won't mind the um, won't mind the trip at all in terms of like it's pretty much stepping down from five furlongs in my opinion. Uh, it's got the it got an unknown top speed, so it could it either could just fall down the back of the telly or go on to win the race or yeah. come quite close to Clarendon House. I don't know if you've got a tip in there. I'm gonna go for two actually. Go for it. First one is um, Bergerac, Tommy, Kevin Ryan. Watched him win at Subble a few months ago, same trip, and he's just too good for him. And then he went and did the same thing at Newcastle straight after. Um, it's, it's hard to make a case for him on class, but I just think this could just be one of his tracks. You know, it could be just right for him. So yeah, he's nine stone two. It's it's not ridiculous. I mean, actually, they're all nine stone two looking at it. So yeah, they're off level weights. I, I don't know. It's, it's going to be a step up, but it could be one of them that. It, could just crop up sort of thing so mm. 33 to 1 that's fine actually the owner used to own my loss as well so not right yeah yeah, yeah same Angie Bailey yeah yeah bought, bought him off her but anyway and the second one 33 to 1 again fine wine he has got some classes 
you know, unfortunately, he's not handicapped because he was well handicapped, but he's, he's done more winning on Oliver than he has on the grass. And mm. could, could show up here. His runs are sometimes good, and then he's one of them that's just like crops up one good run. So you've yeah. got to take a chance, but it could be a sort of thing. He, he definitely can run to a decent level at something, something like 90. So I know off level weights, but drawing in one, got the rail for help. So yeah, that'd be it. If you get, it's all about breaking well, isn't it? It's all yeah. about getting a good start. Yeah. Oh yeah, especially in them sort of races. It's yeah, all about getting a good well. start. Yeah, if you get a good start, then that's half the race done pretty much. Yeah, so yeah. them two do jump fairly well. So yeah, yeah. Uh, you got to give a mention to probably Jen, Le, Jen Lapin. Jen, Jen, I can't say. Uh, right, hang on. You want Jan Lapin? Uh, Juan Lapin. Yeah, Juan Lapin. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a nice horse. That yeah. is nice. At the uh, Silver Cup, when we took our horse, he was the one I was quite scared of. Mm-hmm. He was non-runner, so... <laughs> yep, there you go. <laughs> so, yeah, he was the one. Yeah. Um, and then we're going to have to... This would be the last race at Silver we're going to be tipping. Uh, it's going to be, obviously, the Winter Derby. Biggest race of the uh, biggest race of the meeting. Well, it's first it's time, got, first year it's been there. Yeah, it's exactly. It's normally Lingfield, isn't it? Or Kempton. Or Lingfield or Kempton. Yeah, we took it from... Um, so you've got the likes of Lord North in there, who always wins I the heard, Winter Derby. I heard, I think John Galton said that the track won't suit him, but this is always a prep race mm. for the big race in Dubai, that he always goes and wins. Well, he's won six and a half million. Yeah, so this is, we go thinking back on a four-timer or a three-timer now, yeah. so, in that race. So, yeah, I just think this is always a prep race for him. I don't think it matters if he wins or loses. Yeah. I don't really think you'd be backing him knowing what Galton said. Too short of a price. Yeah, it? I think we've gone for the same thing, haven't we? I think Terranian Sea. No, no, we haven't. Then. Uh, I've got, I've gone Terranian Sea. Now this this horse was very, very impressive the past two times I've seen him, which was the last two runs. Uh, one last time out uh, at I believe it was Lingfield. It was, it was Lingfield. Come second at Lingfield as well. Um, I, I just think this horse has got a lot of ability about him. Um, I've got more of an idea to talk about this sort of horse because I've seen him before. Obviously, the, with the last race, I've got. Pretty much no, I've ne- never really heard of Thunder Bear before, but just seemed all right for the race. Uh, Six-year-old, so very, it's gonna basically going to be still not in his prime yet. It's still got a year or two left to see his full potential, but um, his, the problem is, though, he's coming up against the likes of Lord North and Military Order, and it's gonna, again, it's going to be a tough one, but I think I he's just... got the ability. Yes, he is drawn in six, but if you can get a good break, like I said, I think... That he's there for. To I just think if you look at his race and you try and do a bit of analysis on it, military orders last run a few months ago at Civil was terrible. Yeah. Really, it wasn't great. No, it weren't, weren't brilliant. Should have been winning that. Yeah, I remember because so I backed it. You can't be backing that. We, we were in Weatherspoon, didn't we? Yeah, we yeah. were. Yeah. Lord North, apparently the train don't think the track will suit, so you can't take 13 to 8 on that. So I've just gone for Forrest Dean, 40 to 1. And. Got the absolute nads on him. Well, you know, Godolphin and Persevere were his horse. Yeah, yeah, usually, normally they just sell them, don't they? Well, yeah, but... So, still Persevere with him. He's rated 103. He's had a hard time of things. He's like... Mainly just on the over now permanently. And um, I think 40 to 1. You know, there's not too many runners. There's only six. Why can't he go win, really? Yeah. He's got nothing to find on ratings, really. He's got, what, six pound? Well, six pound on him. But obviously, Lord North is rated 120, so... That's fine, but he could go and win. If, yeah, so you, if you take what's been said about the first two in the market, then 
Yeah, you're only looking at number four, aren't you? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, I've not really got anything else to say about that. No, I think 41 is a huge prize for some that's... I mean, the top two are not really fancy by their own, by their own trainers. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree with that, yeah. Um, could do a bit of... If you can get two... Well, you, you won't be able to get two places, so that might be an each-way bet for you. There. Um, so, going on to Newcastle, and we've only got one race for this one, being on ITV. Uh, it's the... Uh, the betting dot bet uh, Ida handicap chase. I think that's how you say it. Yes, yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah, that's the one. Um, we've got, we've gone with the same horse, haven't we? Yeah, we've gone Christopher Wood. Now you know a bit about this horse. I'll let you. Uh, I'll let you up the floor with this one. Well, it's not. Apparently, if um, if you ever spoke to any of the handlers of this horse, they've always thought I said he wants a bit of a trip. So if you look back on the form. The first time he ran over a trip was last time. He jumped up like another mile and a bit. Yeah. <laughs> straight off. You know, a mile and two furlongs straight off. And he come third. He had, he had a few troubles that day. Got into a bit of traffic, whatnot. Beaten far enough, but that's fine. It's first time out of that sort of trip. So, this time he's going up again. So they still think... Uh, a bigger trip. Yeah, so they still think the same thing. Hmm. So twelve to one. If you know that, you you got to have it. You have to take the twelve to one. You've got to take the twelve to one. No, I, I think do. I think I'm going to be backing it tonight. Yeah, me um, too. Yeah, um, I'll be backing that as a single uh, on the nose. Uh, no questions asked, really. No, bookies up. have my money. No, because I'll be getting it back. It, it wouldn't. It wouldn't surprise me at all if he came in. No, not at all. Nah. No, not with the way this horse has been talked about. We know Venetia Williams. We know what she she's perfect most of the time. Yeah, you know what she's capable of. And if she thinks something, she's usually right. Yeah, normally. Um, this horse will not be 12 to 1 on the day for a fact. So if you're going to bet it, bet it tonight quickly or bet on it Friday morning and see if the, the prices change or whatever. But yeah, that's going to be my pick for that one as well. And that will be done for Newcastle. This is where we're going un- un- into unknown territory. I mean, Suvel, however, we kind of know about it. With Before the podcast, we used to bet on it quite a bit. Uh, but we're betting on dirt now, and I never do that up until the the Breeders' Cup. This is the only time I ever have a bet in America. Um, so let's go with the let's go with the three twenty five. So we're going to do three races for Riyadh. Um, yeah, so the three twenty five, and I have gone with drumroll, please, just to get the odds up. Uh, I've gone. I can't remember. Jumbi each way. I've gone with Jumbi. Uh, twenty-five to one. Um, this we know, we know all about this horse. We know what he's capable of, and we notice whilst actually looking at these tips, all the English or Irish horses are all, are drawn so bad. Back in the UK, you're drawn back in the yeah, drawn back in the UK. But Jumbi stole six. Has got a chance. You yeah, can't say, you can't say it hasn't. Got a chance. Yeah, he's got like a that. massive chance. Um, okay, he's not been the most. Reliable horses to back recently. Obviously, second last, last time out, last at Doncaster, uh, ninth in um, York. But you go to July and you're getting a second, a first. I mean, and it, obviously, it's going to be quite firm dirt there as well. It's going to be quite fast. No, we're on turf this race. We're on, oh. Sorry, we're on turf. It's going to be quite fast. That'll be fast. It'll be, be very, it'll be, be, be very quick. firm, very, very quick. And this horse will just seem to absolutely love the quick ground. Um, last time it ran in soft, you know we didn't like the soft at class one level. It come last at Doncaster. So, and 
at group one level. It's, it's run at group one level and it's done quite well. So let's let's have it right. Twenty five to one is quite a good price for this. Oh, it's a great price. Yeah, so it's it's quite simple with him. Matilda Pickard, you've got a lot of respect for her. Not in Star fourteen though. Mm. Art power. He Star always 13. he always seems to run a decent race. Star thirteen. Yeah. And half. Only one once on the turf. Twelve. Oh yeah. Only one. Only one. Got, once. got a bit of theme going on it. Only one once on the turf. Yeah. So you can't really take that, can you? Yeah. And uh, so what does that bring you with, Jumbi? So Why there not? you go. That's it. Twenty-five to one. Exactly. So yeah, that's that then. So we'll be on to the next one. Sorry about that. Uh, went to go for a wee. So <laughs> <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> uh, I had to go for a mid-podcast wee. So. Yeah, let's go on to the next race then at, uh, at Riyadh, which is the 410. Um, I've gone Jack Darcy on this one at 12 to 1. So this one's got plenty of ability about him. And again, I think there's a quite a theme in this one. I think the stall matters a lot in these types of races. Uh, drawn in stall 2, which is quite rare for uh, an English horse to be drawn so well. Um, if he breaks well, I think he'll make all the running. I just, I just think he'll make all the running in this one. Uh, and if you want to beat uh, if the, the race plays out how I've just how I've just said it so you've gone with a different horse though you've gone Astro King uh, yeah, 20 to 1 um, he, he seems to have plenty of class and these trainers they, they really know what they're doing I don't know if you know about them they do all like racing scientist stuff like analysis the, the measure gets someone in to measure the stride lengths to know their optimum trips to do everything and they wouldn't have done something like this coming here Without any evidence that he has got a good chance. Yeah. Obviously, we know the money's great. So, yeah, I've got Astro King. I mean, look at his winning the Cambridgeshire. He demolished them. I mean, that's a great race. Oh, he romped him. Greek absolutely order. Absolutely romped him. Greek order was smashing that there. I remember it. He was absolutely backed off the boards in uh, Astro King. Yeah. So, he's 21 that day as well, actually. So, yeah. I'm going with him, but there's a lot you've got to give respect to in this race, I think, really. Mm. A lot you got to give respect to. Yeah, spirit, exactly. spirit dancer you, as well as good ass. Oh, so you got the, the odds boxes. on Lux- you got the odds on Luxembourg there at uh, stall thirteen. Uh, not our type of bet. Let's, no, have, let's drawing, have it right. He's drawn in thirteen himself. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, he's draw, drawn in stall thirteen. Just would not be a bet for me at all. Even if you're putting it in like a, a, a low stakes hacker, I still wouldn't back it. It's, it. That draw just kind of puts me off. Because if he don't, he don't get the perfect break, then that's him. That's him done. Yeah, struggle. struggle You'll struggle. Yeah, um, wide around the bend. The fox yeah. is at five to one. <clears throat> Sorry, excuse me. Uh, the fox is at five to one. Is quite interesting. Drawing uh, stall six, so it's not the end of the world there. Um, obviously, we know all about this horse. We know. We know, we know the talent. That a bit disappointing last year, wasn't he? In the Derby and stuff like that. Wasn't, yeah, in the Derby weren't great. Obviously, disappointing at York as well. I don't know. He's. Quite an unreliable yeah. horse back. But I, th- I still think in these types of races, you've got to look out for him, especially drawn well. Um, the Foxes may possibly um, be one to watch out for in that race. Uh, and that's the tipping side of me done for... You're not going to go in the next one? I've not got any anyone in the... I've just got Giovaletto, 6-1. to one. There's a nice horse in that Tower London. Obviously, you know about yeah. him. We all know about him. Yeah, I've just gone for Giovaletto. Six to one. I was there at York sometime in May or June, and he beat really nice horses in behind him. Elder Elder of Broom, Quick Fawn, Shishkini, big favourite that day, gets you. And he just ran perfectly. If you do that round here, he'll, he'll probably win again. Six to one's a nice prize. I'll take that. I'm not really scared of a lot of them. 
sort of no. thing. I'm only really scared of the favourite Tower of London. You know when Aiden O'Brien seven to two for that is not a bad price. You know when Aiden O'Brien goes abroad, he means it. Yeah, he's, but he's running twelve as well, so going to be difficult. Tactics there. Yeah, tactics if you don't get the break right and. He's, yeah, be an uphill battle from there. But if he breaks right, I think there's no no other winner in that race. Like I said, Giovinazzi was a very nice horse. Obviously, beating the likes of Eldar, Eldarov, Quick Thorn. Uh, we know what they're all about. So uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be tough. But yeah, I mean, that's our tipping done for uh, yeah. for Saturday, which is uh, it's, it's quite an underwhelming weekend again. Isn't it? When we have to tip all weather in jump season, it, you know it's an underwhelming. But it's just coming up to Cheltenham now. I just can't wait for it. We're three weeks away from the big day, the first day that we're going to be there. Uh, our podcast is going to be on... Week on Saturday. Week on Saturday. It's going to be a massive session. So my plan is to do all my write-ups for the first day, second day, go to the football. I mean, Watch Shite Iron. Yeah, massive scumfort fan, I know. Uh, I support two teams, cry more. Um, yeah, so... I'll be writing up day one. I'm currently writing day one at the minute. Uh, I'm going to be writing up day two uh, when I finish day one. And then we'll be looking at day three and four uh, together in the same room. And then it'll be about, we'll be here till the early morning, I think. So yeah, hopefully, well, hopefully by about 1, 1 a.m. forecast four and a half to six hours of recording, plus the research. Plus the charging up of the. Yeah, so. A few yeah, Jack Daniel Apple, yeah, I think. Starting at five, it, it's more than likely going to be. Yeah. It's going to be a, half eleven, probably. You'll probably hear us get more drunk as the uh, the podcast go on. I, I don't know if we're recording them as separate podcasts, but um, if we are, you'll probably hear the, the slurs um, in our voice uh, during that. But no, I'm really looking forward to that, and I'm really looking forward to going there uh, for day one of Cheltenham Festival. Yeah, we've done it the right way. Cheltenham's expensive, but we've just gone. Quite simple. Drive there, and you know you instantly get hit with a parking, which not ideal, but it, it's a festival in the day, so it is what it is. You expect it, don't you? Yeah, uh, but we've gone for just an Airbnb after in Gloucester, about a half hour away, I think, forty minutes away, and we'll go back there, all of us, and and if we've had a good day, we might go out in Gloucester. You never know. Have a few, have a few beers and probably have a take. I don't know, something like that. Yeah, bit of blackjack. Oh, takeaway is definitely on the cards. Bit of blackjack. Yeah. You were all right at that last yeah, time. Yeah, I'm we're, a bit, bit of a black player. Yeah. We came back from Aintree. Uh, we stayed in Halifax, literally just because it was halfway back at home. And Connor was absolute mustard at Blackjack. He weren't great at the other game we played. I can't remember the name of no. it. No. Um, but that, it made it made up for what was a depressing day of betting for me. Yeah. And I think yeah. for you as well. I think oh, you had four or five seconds. Four or five seconds, yeah. It was devastating. It was devastating. Yeah, terrible. Lucky dipped down the, the shitter as well. So. Oh, God. Not great. So, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm buzzing for it, and the more we talk about it, the more I get nervous. To be honest, I'll be I'll be nervous the week before. 100%. Yeah, it's the first time, isn't it? Yeah, it'll be, it'll be very nervous. But I think I think we might be planning to go to a meeting before uh, the Grand National and after Cheltenham because we've yeah. got the Grand National planned as well. We'll be giving you content from that as well. Uh, my favorite day, one of my favorite days of the year. Let's have it right. Cheltenham is my favorite favorite few days of the year. Uh, obviously, my birthday's on that week, so. There's always a th- thing to look out for there, but yeah, that's the uh, horse racing done for um, for this week. Uh, we'll be back on Monday, but before we go, we're gonna have to talk about the football, aren't we? Yeah, both teams playing different competitions. So we'll start with we'll start with Arsenal. I've got to just rip it off like a band aid. Um, so I fell asleep uh, last night. Uh, I think halfway through. Was it that bad? 
I didn't, I didn't watch it, to be honest. I didn't, I didn't, uh, I wouldn't go into the pub to watch it. So I, I fell asleep. I was knackered. I woke up at 2 a.m. Uh, this morning. Uh, seeing that we conceded in the 94th minute, I was like, fuck. I was, I was so pissed off. I didn't get back to sleep until 5 and I was up at half 6 this morning uh, for work. Um, but I've seen, I've seen the goal. It's a great goal. Uh, but apparently we're just the second best team on the day. I, yeah, I, 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 mean, I watched you, it. Kind of watched the game. I so. did watch it. Yeah, they just. I think they had two shots on target the whole game or something, and you sort of thought from five games ago Arsenal will turn the corner and starting to really you know start you know this is it now we've got a chance, and then you watch it last night and you think it's only Porto you know it's the worst of some of the teams you play. To, you say only Porto, but like I get that in terms of the Champions League sort of. Yeah, they've, like, they've been mid table in the Prem. I disagree. Yes, you have a wall. Yeah, disagree. How can you disagree? Not mid-table. I'd say probably like seventh or eighth. I don't know about that. Probably claim trying to Villa. Villa's a team that comes to mind. To remember, like thinking about it. they're a good team on paper, but sometimes have the days. But we had no shots on target. I, I mean, what it, do you yeah. expect? I watched it and it was it was bad, especially around the box. Like no ideas and uh, oh, it's just it's a strange one with Arsenal because they didn't look like scoring. No, we didn't. We didn't yeah, like I said, didn't have a and shot. And Porto time. could have scored a couple more. So I don't know. You, you get the liberty of taking it back to the Emirates, which you're lucky to have, I think. But there you go. You got it. Yeah. So, from the sounds of it, we are quite lucky to go back one 0 down. Uh, I think we will. Like I, I said, think touch wood. I think we will win at the Emirates. It's just as, if it goes to extra time or not. I just think though with Arsenal, it's like. If they get knocked out of the Champions League next round or this round, and they only come like third or, well, let's say third in the Prem, why aren't anyone asking Arteta questions? Like, what more does he need? He get he's been bought whatever he wanted. Mm. You know, he's got the players he wanted to. Well, have. I say that he hasn't got a striker, has he? He's been given the players he wanted. He could have not bought Havertz and bought someone else. Yeah, he bought Averts, yeah. Um, he could have bought a striker. I questioned Averts. It, it was apparently shocking last night. Bad, yeah. Um, but so you the could last have... time he was in Porto, he won, yeah, he won Chelsea Champions where League. Where does that arrogance come from? It's like, I'll buy Havertz. It's not been working at Chelsea. I'll make it work. And you spend all the money on him. I don't, I don't understand where it comes I, from. I, I don't understand where Havertz' form come, has come from, to be honest, because at, at Leverkusen, he looked like the next best thing. And yeah, obviously, you, the Bundesliga is a different league. I get well, that. With more evidence than that now, with like more evidence of what's happened, haven't we at Chelsea? So he just looks average. Yeah, he, so he has. Don't, a, don't get me wrong. He has a brilliant. Know. He has a brilliant game, but in five, it's like as thinking myself, what separates you from Liverpool and City? Well, we it's the recruitment that separates you, because you're buying players yeah. for stupid amounts of money that you can't sell for anymore. I think that's why we got rid of Vinay and. Uh, the CEOs that kind of sort of deal with that. Yeah, we've still, still, still got Edu and... Yeah, but you're still doing it. Yeah, we still overpay, but I no, mean... No, it's not overpaying. You're paying money you can't get back. You can, yeah, we've, got... we've had this discussion on previous yeah, podcasts. Yeah, I know. It's we? like, I don't, I don't understand where Respect, it comes from. If, if we don't... Like you said, if we don't... It's all right, if you've got the mentality that, well, oh, we'll compete now, but when you're done competing now and you don't win anything, mm. then what? Because you've still got, you've still got the, the bill at the end of it. Yeah, but, I mean... The, thing that's, the, thing that's, the things that's always say the same with us is the owners, the Cronkies. Obviously, Josh has got more control of it now, and he's. I think he's taken that approach to things, which isn't great. But I, I, I thought when Josh was going to take in, I thought we were going to take a model of when, Liverpool. When I was chatting to you at work earlier, 
I thought, I think I messaged you about it. What players have Arsenal got with any resale value for a profit? Odegaard, Saka, Martinelli, Martinelli, and Saliba. Did they only once? How much did we? Um, I don't dispute them. Them three, yeah, oh, three or four that like you said. Gabriel, how much did we pay for him? I can't remember. I don't know. I don't think it was very expensive. But you're not going to get more than fifty million for him. We, I think we should. Yeah, he's, he's been on par with Saliba this season, I think. Well, I, I don't. Maybe you might do then. We'll, we'll say five for argument's sake. Yeah. But then you look at. But then you look at like party. You look at City, and Zinchenko. Zinchenko won't be what no, if we sell him. But you look at City, and every near, near enough, every player on their team sheet, they can sell more in the bottom four. Yeah. Nearly every the, player. Haaland probably not. It's probably no, the pay, same. Pay, pay, pay fifty million for him. Oh shit! Yeah, of course. Yeah, Dortmund had that release clause. Didn't they? Yeah. I Alvarez, thought they paid over the odds for him, but yeah. Alvarez, Alvarez, De Bruyne, De Bruyne. Uh, they paid like twenty six yeah, million. Rodri. Uh, oh, the list got Bernardo Silva. Even you, you look at the likes of. Look I mean, at anyone C- they've got that they can't sell for more, I think. Edison. Oh no, no, Grealish. Probably anyone. Yeah, I mean Foden, you'll make a massive book out of him. Yeah. Um, I mean, just even look at Rico Lewis. I know. So Rico Lewis, know. Oscar Bob. I'm, I'm not playing just bought, not brought for the academy. Yeah, I mean, but that still counts. But yeah, yeah. Um, but, I'm still trying to think of other players. To be fair, obviously the there's one, whole Gundogan. The ones that bought for the here and now haven't cost anything. Like Ake, he didn't cost though, really. About twenty million, yeah. Yeah, and they knew that they knew that the situation. John Stones, they won't sell him for anymore. But the new that situation didn't pay a fortune for him either. So. It's one of them, isn't it? With him, I mean, Cal Walker will let retire, and that will be fine. I think Calvin Phillips as well. If he goes back to City, the that's other... another one. Yeah, but but that's what we're talking one or two players there. But you're balancing the book, though, aren't you? So it's like all them players can sell for more, just outweighs the ones who can't, and it doesn't matter to you at the end of the day. Same as look at Liverpool. I mean, even the ones we've got got now. I mean, I thought Sal- I'll tell you more. what. I thought Calvin Phillips would be a good player at City, but yeah. obviously he's got sent off in one of the yeah, games. Look so. at Liverpool. We've got Jota, thirty-five million, selling for more. Salah, 35 million, sell him for more. Yeah. You know, Diaz, Diaz 35 million, <laughs> they'll sell him for more. Nunes, might, they'll probably get more than Gak, 60. Gakpo, you probably couldn't. They paid, I don't pay, think. paid 50 for him, didn't they? I still think you'd get about that. You'd probably get. You, you're probably, not play, you you're probably break you, even. You're not playing enough. Gakpo's not playing probably, enough. You'd probably break even. Yeah, fine. probably. I, I, that's fair. That's you'd probably fair. break even. Robertson, you're making a cracky yeah. deal out of still. Uh, McAllis is worth more than 40 million. Yeah, he's, 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 you haven't watched the game. Watch. I've not watched my. I don't. Yeah, he's been one of the best players. Seriously. Is he? Yeah. Been unreal. He's a little rat. He's unreal. He's a little rat. He's been unreal. Yeah, I didn't realise how much of a rat he I'm was. I'm not disputing that, but he's been unreal recently. Really it good. Was good. The one game I did watch was the Brentford game, and that was. He was quite, he was quite good in that. Yeah. Again, rat house, but he was quite good. Yeah. I'll I mean, tell you what, Nunes was brilliant in that as well. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. He's um, good. You start but, off the game slow, but. Oh, every time. Every time you start off slow, I but then you. You, when you when you messed me laughing that Brentford had gone one up or whatever. What they, what? No, 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 you went one up. No, no Brentford were all over yet. Yeah, but yeah, 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 no, no, we're just slow starters. Yeah, <laughs> no, that's true. Yeah, yeah so you last look. last night's game again, slow start. I mean, you, you look at you look at the start of the season. I mean, the one game that sticks out to me like brilliantly was the Union game in the Europa League. You went what I think you went two 0 down. Yeah, you brought it back. Um, so yeah, you just slow starters, but I mean the second half you cook in, that really. Oh god, yeah. Yeah. Right. After thirty-five minutes, that's it then. Yeah. So that's that's it for me in terms of football. Yeah. 
It's Scully United, not very good. Move on. Um, <laughs> yeah, Scully United lost to South Shields the other night. I weren't there, thank God. Uh, but I'm off to Darlow in about two weeks' time. Uh, I've got free tickets, so I may as well. But I'm looking forward to that. Um, anyways, moving on. Uh, I think that's 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 what's done. I think. Yeah, pretty much it. I think yeah. Yeah. So we'll be back on Monday. We'll uh, we'll try and um, I'll say I'll try, but we will bring you the uh, the, the review of the the weekend racing, which isn't too great. Uh, we'll give you a review on the football, and we possibly might give you a review on the darts as well. Yeah. Because it's, it's on tonight. Happen, yeah. It's currently going on. My dad's there at the minute um, at Newcastle, so. Uh, that's going ahead as we speak so thank you very much Connor appreciate you coming along again no problem Um, and we'll catch you guys on Monday remember like, subscribe and fucking booyah